Welcome to the Great Doctrines of the Bible, where we are covering crucial teachings from Scripture to help you grow your faith. Because our sin separates us from God, we are in a negative relationship with Him. If we are going to be made right with God, we need someone to intervene. And this is exactly what God did in the atonement of Christ. The atonement was God's idea. As we examine scripture, it is clear we could not have, nor would we ever have, come up with this idea. Only God would. One of the most important passages about Christ's atonement is Isaiah 52, 13 through 53, 12. In Isaiah 52, 13, Jesus is called my servant. And the servant being described here is God's servant. In Matthew and Mark, we have Jesus' own words about why he came. He said, Even as the Son of Man came, not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. He echoes those words again in Mark 10.45. Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, the Son of God, came to be a servant. Jesus is... God's servant who came to serve others. His supreme act of service was his death on the cross. Jesus came to give himself. Isaiah also teaches us that the atonement was God's idea. It was the will of the Lord to crush him. He has put him to grief. The Father crushed Christ. However we understand this, we at minimum learn that God is the one who took the initiative in the atonement. This is clear in the New Testament as well. The Apostle John tells us that God so loved the world that he gave his only son. In a letter written by him, he wrote, In this the love of in this is the love of God, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. The atonement is an expression of God's love for sinners. The atonement of Christ did not purchase God's love for us, rather it is an expression of his love. The Father and the Son loved us, therefore they atoned for our sin in Christ. The cross proclaims God's love to us. God loved, so he gave. God's servant serves God and us. This was God's idea. He was the first mover in the atonement. And because the atonement was his idea, we need to ask, what did God intend to do in the atonement? Well, turning our attention back to Isaiah, we read what God's servant accomplished in Chapter 53, verses 4 through 6. This is the work of the servant. But in his work, we see what he accomplished. Jesus, God's servant, did not make atonement for sinners possible. He accomplished it. He has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. He was pierced for our transgression. He was crushed for our iniquity. His chastisement really did bring us peace. His wounds really did heal us. He really did take upon himself our iniquity. This is definite language from Isaiah. For those who come to faith in Christ, we can rest assured that our sin has been decisively dealt with because of Christ's atonement, because Christ paid it all. This is not a hypothetical work from Christ, but an actual one. And why was this work of atonement needed? Because of our transgressions and iniquities, our sin. As we look forward again to Jesus' words in Matthew and Mark and Paul's words in Philippians 2, we learn that Jesus, he gave himself as a ransom for many. When the angel appeared to Joseph in a dream in Matthew 1, the work that Christ would accomplish was announced. You shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people 
from their sins. Jesus did not make salvation possible for his people. He saves them. And this is important because we often overlook an important connection between Christ's work of atonement and his work of intercession. Christ's work of intercession is simply his work of praying for his people. Hebrews 7.25 says, Consequently, he is able to save to the uttermost those who draw near to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. Jesus' prayer for us is effective because of his accomplished atonement. If Jesus only made a, made atonement a possibility for sinners, then his intercession, his prayer on our behalf is only a possibility. Jesus would have nothing to plead if he did not accomplish anything in the atonement. And we see this in Isaiah, the last verse of chapter 53. He bore the sin of many and makes intercession for the transgressors. It is a comfort that Jesus prays for us and to know it is effective because he really accomplished something in the atonement. Namely, he paid the penalty for our sin in our place. He lived the life we could not live, and he died the death that we deserve. And the atonement of Christ on behalf of sinners like you and me brings us great security. Because of his work, we stand secure with God. God in Christ decisively dealt with our sin. We are in a positive relationship with God, and now we call him Father. Praise God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.